Administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We the people. We did not authorize. 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 The hideouts. L F A and G Oh, let's do this damn thing. Welcome into another week of the hideout. Your late-night brothers are with you, and we are jam-packed. Unlike last Friday, where we were just kind of floating through the show, we actually... All last week, we were floating through the show. We really did. This week, we've actually prepared. We did what is known in the business as prepping. So, be prepared to uh, be amazed at little we actually ended up doing. However, we are here for you, and we're going to enjoy your company all evening. As uh, we are back, ready to roll on this Monday night. I am El Jefe. That is my best friend, J-Dubs. And this is The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Of course, you can call at any time. In fact, the Monday usual is happening right now. So if you want to win some prizes, hit us up as we're about to play Whose Weekend Was It? 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Call in and win. We know that the show's a little more than a month old in its full-time status and you're just beginning to learn a little bit about each of the show's characters and hosts. So what we do every Monday is play a game called Whose Weekend Was It? In this game, we basically recap the weekend that was uh, in my life, in Dubs's life, and even in Tommy Bateman's life. You call, you get two out of three correct, you win a prize. We have a number of prizes, including some more of these, Dubs. Uh, it's perfect timing. Uh, certificates for four free tans at Solar Planet. Valid at any of the Solar Planet locations. Solar Planet, the most irresistible tans in the universe. And so you know, Dubs, uh, Solar Planet, that's where the chicks go. Uh, the Redskins chicks go to do the, the, their little tanning thing. So, and from what I understand, too, maybe the Solar Planet chicks are going to be coming in as well. Nice. Or... How about we get some of the Redskin cheerleaders to come in if they like Solar Planet so much? You know, I, I think we should put Solar Planet to the test. Find the 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 most crazy white red-haired person in the world. Send them to Solar ta- uh, Solar Planet tanning and see if we can get them a little more bronze. Sid Cada. Sid Cada. Sid Cada would be perfect. If not, I just want to burn him. I want to see how long it would take for him just to get all nice and crispy. I say he takes 20 minutes in the hex each time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Starting right off. All right. Here's the other thing, too, that we got lined up for you this evening. You heard Ron and Fez talk about it during the fastest hour in radio, which today happened to be from 8 to 9, but catch it usually during the week from 7 to 8. And they were talking about the new big thing to give away for graduation dubs is uh, boob jobs. Yeah. Well, we have 
a person from the name of the organization is let's see here the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and this cat is going to come in apparently he's like the president of it he's this real big plastic surgeon he's going to come into the hideout and we're going to discuss this a little bit boob jobs for graduation good idea bad idea I'm going to say yes uh, on good idea but again that's just me uh, one more time for whose weekend was it? 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969, winning prizes, calling and win. All righty, here we go as we play. Whose weekend was it? And we'll play with Bet. Bet, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. You ready to play whose weekend was it? Beth, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, cool. Here we go, baby. You ready? Yes. Over the weekend, you got to get two out of three, by the way. Over the weekend, this hideout member got drunk and attempted to do production for the show. Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Dubs. Ah, Dubs, that actually usually is in your weekend, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, usually I do some drinking and try to work on the show and do very poorly at it, but I'm sorry. Unfo oh. That was actually me, as again, I didn't do much on Saturday night, but I got this effing vodka. Oh. Have you heard of Don gave me yeah. some of this? Uh, Don from the Don and Mike show, of course, gave me a bottle of this, and I finally made up the cherry vodka sours. And I had to put about four shots in the one drink, and I swear I was so blasted. I was so drunk at home, and I was having the time of my life with the effing vodka. The thing about you is you get the vodka. You got it like two weeks ago. Oh, probably you, a month. Yeah, and you've been just staring at this bottle. Not drinking it yet. Well, I Whenever I have a bottle of liquor, it gets drank uh, 36 hours later. And this was the good stuff, too. And I, you could feel it. I didn't have any burn. I didn't have any hangover the next morning. I know it sounds like a commercial, but it isn't. It was good. It wasn't like the squeezable vodka you get when you're in college. This isn't like a nice bottle and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's top shelf. Again, that's effing vodka. And, Beth, I, Beth you uh, missed that, but you got a couple more chances. Have you ever had the real bad vodka? Oh, yeah, in college. Yeah, I mean, just the, the stuff that uh, that you buy from... Actually, when you moved from Lansing, uh, you left me back there, and uh, you uh, you uh, were cleaning out your refrigerator and closets and everything, and you gave me some real nasty vodka, like a gallon of it. <laughs> it that was in a little bottle, yeah, was it? Yeah, it was the worst vodka I've ever had. All right, Beth, let's play this. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member lost cable service during the Piston-Laker game and they were livid. Whose weekend was it? Again, keep in mind who likes what sports, who's a man in the hideout, who likes girly things like UFC. <laughs> whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe Dubs or Bateman? Bateman. Oh, no. I just gave you all the hints. I'm sorry. That was actually J-Dubs. You lost your, your cable during the Piston game? Yeah, like five minutes into the first quarter. The, the cable goes out. I'm figuring, you know, it just popped out for a second. It'll be right back on. Wait about 10 minutes. Nothing's on yet. I try to call there. It's busy. So I uh, end up popping in. Uh, I, had, uh, I, I won from the station last week, the WrestleMania 20 DVD. So I start watching that. Hour goes by. Check back again. Not on yet. Watch a few more matches. Check back. It's on. But there's only two minutes left in the game. Well, good for the Pistons. I, yeah. I want to say... That I, uh, I myself called the Pistons winning in six, and you said you heard it first right here. I said it. The Pistons will win, and tomorrow is uh, Game Five, I believe. So I may be off in one game. But our buddy Shafee, who is in Detroit, broadcast from the Riff in Detroit, will be on the phone with us. 
if something happens, we are going to hear Detroit burn to the ground live in the hideout. Now, the thing is, you, you're making all these big claims on how you called the game and everything, but I remember a little bit back before that, you said they weren't going to make it through the Pacers. I didn't think they would, and actually, if the Pacers didn't get so hurt with injuries, I don't think they would have been here anyway. I don't think it would have been as easy, but I think they would have made it. When Jermaine O'Neal gets hurt, oh, look, we're boring people with sports. we got to get back to whose week one was it. Just know that I am the sports authority in the hideout, <laughs> J-Dubs. Lisa, you are now playing for the Tans at Solar Planet. Are you ready to play whose weekend was it? Yeah, I think so. All right, baby, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member was so bored that he considered talking to a new WJFK employee, but then realized she'd probably irritate him, so he ignored her. Whose weekend was it? Who was trapped at the station over the weekend? Jefe? No, I don't work weekends anymore. I'm way beyond that, but thank you. Uh, that was actually Bateman. Hold on a who, second, okay, Lisa? Who was the person? It was, it was Bateman. No, who was the new employee? That's what I want to find out. Let's see what happens. Bateman, get in here. Pick up the phone. You have to dial it for me to pick up the phone. Who is the uh, new employee? I don't know. Some Asian chick. Stop. What? Was she sexy? Yeah, completely. <laughs> okay, because I dumped the part where I dumped what I dumped you really when you said. said it. <laughs> did you dump too? No. Okay, I did. I dumped when he said uh, the other not positive thing. I didn't say anything bad. And she's not new. She's been here for a while, and you, you didn't want to talk to her? Oh, she's been here for a while? Yeah. Oh. All right, Lisa, let's play whose weekend was it. Here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member packed. This hideout member packed. Was it Hefe Dubs or was it Bateman? J-Dubs. Yes, that is correct. It is J-Dubs. You've been paying attention. Dubs is moving in the next week or so. Yep, I'm moving next weekend. I have uh, Bateman helping me out. If uh, if Matt Albert can find a ride, he's helping. Uh, Fairfax Mike, he and uh, a bunch of his friends. Mantan. Oh, yeah, Mantan. Him and all of his friends are helping. Uh... By the way, I was doing something last night. I was out, which will get revealed later. And how dare you call me? Just in the middle of the piston game to say, hey, bro, I was, no, just, I was just wondering if you, you would... You know uh, what? You know what? You know why? Because I couldn't watch the goddamn Pistons game, so I didn't care. I was just wondering if you'd be available on Saturday night to help me move. That'd be great. Shh. I'm sneaking in that night. Who wants to help you move on a Saturday night? Lisa, you. are you available? No, sorry. Okay, good for you. Then you aren't winning anything. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> you got to get this one right to pick up on the tans. Over the weekend, this hideout member actually spent money to watch both The Stepford Wives and Soul Plane in the movie theater. Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Whose weekend was it? Bateman? I'm sorry. That is incorrect. That was me. And um, I saw The Stepford Wives. Real quick on The Stepford Wives. Nicole Kidman was so hot in this movie. Really? Uh, you know I like the short hair. And she had that, that very short chin-length hair. She's got the pasty skin already, and I never thought she's hot as a blonde, but whenever she's, and, and even as the redhead, she looks a little clownish, but she had the perfect color hair, she was wearing a lot of black, she was real pasty, it was just the real look that I'm into, she was so hot in this movie. You and said that, you like pasty people. Oh, you and Stukeda hook up then. Well, possibly, although that shouldn't discourage you ladies from going to Solar Planet, just know that now. Um, in addition to that though, the Soul Plane may have never watched it. May have been the most offensive movie that I've ever seen. Really? It was just really... Offensive to who? Everybody. It was every stereotype rolled into one movie. 
And I figure, all right, I'm going to go watch Soul Plane. I'm going to support the community. <laughs> the community? What do you mean? Black people? Well, I like to support black movies. I've seen Breaking All the Rules. Well, you know, Soul Plane just looked like a bad movie, and I cannot support bad movies. Or they're going to keep on making more. I know, and that's the thing that i got to get out of. But I do like to support the community. So I go to see this. The only funny thing, like, they took it to a whole nother level. There's this one point where the dad from, he's the dad in every movie, like Boomerang, uh, Witherspoon, I think is his name, John Witherspoon. So he's there, and he's sitting on this chick on the plane, and he's acting like he's about to get some stinky pinky action. And so they get into this whole thing, and he even refers, it to, refers to it that way, and he thinks he's doing something, when in actuality, the whole time, it's a baked potato that's, like, loaded. And it's the funniest, but the most graphic scene You've maybe ever you you probably ever witnessed in like a regular movie, because he's getting all descriptive about how things work, and it, it, it turns out he's he's he was with the baked potato the whole time, so that was pretty funny. It that alone may have been worth it. You know what? I might go home and try that. I just bought a sack of potatoes. And you know, that's what I was thinking. Why wouldn't you know? That's the first thing that pops into my mind. I wonder if it works. I wonder if that works. Uh -huh. Then you start thinking about the apple pie. I've done it. And then you start thinking of all the other stuff that you've used in your time to maybe simulate what it's like to be with a woman. Yeah. And I, and I don't think chicks do that. Although you hear the stories of the hot dogs and the cucumbers. Yeah, but... and then you hear about them breaking. And then There's all those urban myths, too. All those urban legends as well. Uncle Ryan, you were in the hideout, 106.7 WJK. Again, if you want to play Whose Weekend Was It, we still have all of the prizes left because no one's been a winner so far. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. By the way, before we start this, Uncle Ryan, I hear you're trying to... to you're a super fan, man. On RadioHideout.com, he's trying to get a whole, like, gathering together yeah. for the listeners. That's yeah, cool. man, I was, I was trying to do that. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys will be there, but if not, it would just be the listeners representing you guys. Well, here's my idea. Here's my idea. Um, hey, why don't you show up at our appearances so we're not sitting there by ourselves? Yeah, that could be the the uh, gathering. Everybody can come out to. Uh... I got I got two gigs coming up on Friday, and Dubs is going to be sitting out for Sprint on Saturday. Why don't we make those the little uh, get-togethers? We we at the station try to organize them. You know what I mean? Let's do this thing. All right, we'll we'll get to you, Uncle Ryan. We'll make sure we get we make everything happen. Here, let's play whose weekend was it, Uncle Ryan? Uh, by the way, great caller, great caller to all shows. Uh, over the weekend, this hideout member was sad his best friend porno dan was out of town and unable to hang out pornodan.com whose weekend was it bateman yes you're so right that was bateman in fact do we really need to talk to him about this <laughs> no from what i understand though he was seriously a sad sack because last weekend he had the mother of all weekends he went out with a hot chick he was at swingers clubs he was getting in places acting like he was important you know what i did what you told me to do I invited him out. I wanted to hang out and have fun. Doesn't doesn't even call me Saturday. Really? Yeah. All right, that I want to talk to him about. Because I can't keep him from calling me. It's every two seconds. Nice. Hey, what's going on, Hefe? What are you doing? What are you uh, up to? It's about the show, he's like, He's like, he's like, hey, look, no offense to any of our listeners who IM me during, during the day, but if you're going to IM me, have something to say. Just don't go, hey, what's up? Or what are you doing? Or what's going on with the show? Because we don't know. And usually I don't know what's going on. And if you ask me what I'm doing, it's probably prepping for the show. What happened with you, Bateman? What happened? Uh, Saturday I just uh, ended up staying home because I was uh, too depressed. You can't give Dubs a call back? I was too depressed. 
Why? You couldn't even call me and say, hey, don't worry about it. I'm not going to come out. I didn't think you'd care. What flight is Pono Dan coming back from L.A. on? Uh, he was at the, the beach, uh, local beach. All right, well, good for you. How come you weren't invited? Oh, wait, you weren't invited the last time to Porno Dan with that. You just showed up. Who invited? You just yeah, showed up. All right, here we go. we got to move on. Uncle Ryan, <laughs> here we go. Trying to win you some stuff from the hideout. Over the weekend, this hideout member was forced to hear B-material at a comedy club and got heckled. Whose weekend was it? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Was it Hefe? Man, you guys do a lot of stuff on the weekend. You, you only knew. We had to. We have to struggle. The only reason we go out on the weekend is so we can have something for this. Well, I'm thinking you watch two movies, and um, I'm gonna have to say uh, J Dubs. Yes, That's congratulations! Right. You are the first winner tonight. And whose weekend was it? I went to uh, Ziggs Comedy Club. Uh, actually, they just do a comedy night. And we went there early, but we got there too late for the first show, like beginning of the first show. So we're like, all right, we're going to sit outside on the patio, have some uh, food, and then we'll go in and we'll watch the second show because it's probably the same show, but we want to see the whole thing. We go in there. The first thing they say, uh, how many people were here for the first show? 95% of the people raised their hands. And I'm just sitting there like, Jesus Christ. It, it, literally, like, the place had 15 people in it. So, uh and all of them were sitting in the back. So at first, everybody, he's doing his, uh, his uh, act. And then he's like, hey, why don't everybody move up to the front? I felt really bad for this guy because he's he, uh, he traveled with uh, Seinfeld and Ray Romano and all these different people. And now he's in Ziggs. And just because you're on the same flight doesn't mean, I guess technically it means you traveled. doesn't mean you're performed with. Uh, he, he, I guess he did open for him. But you go, uh, so I move up to the front and... He's sitting there doing his jokes and everything, and he's like, I'm sorry, this is my B material because all you guys have been out here, and I wasn't told I would need two hours worth. I was only told I need one hour, blah, 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 blah. And then, so then he starts bitching about the, about the club? And then, yeah, then he starts bitching about the waitresses because they're, they're yelling back and forth about, hey, are you going to fold napkins or should I? <laughs> That's got to be the worst and if you're trying to perform. The, guy, the guy's like, seriously, I'm, 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 he's, he just almost breaks down. I'm on stage. I'm trying to do a show. We'll help you. Come on, bring up the bring up the napkins. I'll fold silverware while I'm doing the act. And I'm, and he looks at me, and he asked me, "Why aren't you laughing?" I told him I was trying. I just couldn't do it right now. I'm sorry. So he's asking you about the act. Why are you wearing your goddamn karate uniform all of a sudden? What are you talking about? Look at this. I mean, nobody else can see this, but you haven't worn the karate uniform in three months. And that's the whole reason we play the music for you. What uniform? Get out of here. And by the way, Uncle Ryan won. Don't leave him on hold. Otherwise, he'll start prank calling us. He's online through. Get out of here. Don't sweep the leg. Talk to Uncle Ryan. Hey, no mercy. You win. You're in the hideout. Yo, you win. You are, you're here. You're here. You ready to play whose weekend was it? Yeah, sorry. All right, here we go, brother. Um... Over the weekend, this hideout member had no sexual contact with a woman. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Um, Hefe. Yes, uh, that was me. And as a matter of fact, that was all three of us. So yeah. You, you had the gimme of the uh, of the of the night. I didn't touch a woman this weekend. Dubs, you actually have a chick. How'd that go? Um, didn't get anything really. Uh, we just uh, were packing all weekend, so there wasn't. If we did, we would be doing it on top of boxes. And that that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. And we know Bateman didn't do anything because Porno Dan wasn't around. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, Bateman's the kind of guy that can only get leftovers. <laughs> all right, so you were one for one. You win. Let's play the uh, the next go round. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member won the World Series 
in the EA MVP 2004 with the Texas Rangers going undefeated in the playoffs. Whose weekend was it? Uh, Bateman. No, I'm sorry. That was not Bateman. Here we go for the final go-round. Uh, that was actually me. Uh, the avid listeners of the show know that I'm a big video game junkie, especially the EA MVP 2004. I played all 162 games of the season, and I swept through the playoffs, and I'm very proud of myself, ready to go into season two. You win. Here's the final question. Over the weekend, this hideout member reunited with a high school friend and got into an abortion debate. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Uh, Dubs. I'm sorry, Dubs couldn't have a debate. At least not a, shut it. Not, not at least not a civilized one about a topic so highbrow as abortion. I say do it. That that's, <laughs> that's my that, debate. Do it. That's what I was saying too. Do it with a flying forearm. I don't care. Um, I was like, man, I don't understand why we don't have more abortions. <laughs> because my whole my whole argument was very few people are pro-abortion. You just don't find people who are for the act of abortion. Most people are pro-choice. And I am one of the very few people that is pro-abortion. Yeah. I think we have way too many people. I'm a pro-abortion. <laughs> I'm just not pro-abortion. Is that because of your uh, sister and the many that she's had? My sister's only had one. Oh, sorry. Only had one, but she's uh, she's been uh, impregnated a few times. I've had to take care of it. Seriously? No. <laughs> what did I take care of it with? When I when I used one of those, uh, I lived on the farm, so when I used one of those milk suckers, and, and I, had, I had to get that. That got too graphic. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was talking about blood clot. All right, enough of you. Let's take a break. When we come back, um, all right, hold on a second. I'm getting this real quick before we break, because we were talking basketball about the Pistons. By the way, I do want to talk about this reunion with my high school friend. Yeah. Because it was surreal. And, Dubs, I have brought in a picture of what I looked like in high school. It's a picture from junior year. And let me say this. I'll tease you with this, J-Dubs, before I show it to you. And then I'll tease you after this. You will tease me constantly. The person that I have been told the most that I looked like when I was in high school, when I weighed 165 pounds, right now I'm a very muscular 230, <laughs> The person I was told I look most like is Josh Hartney. No. The guy from 40 Days, 40 Nights. <laughs> I didn't believe it either. <laughs> You're far too short for one thing, and I know you didn't no, shrink. No, look like. Not to say that I was spitting image, but looked like. Yeah, yeah, I can see a really ugly jo Josh Hartnick with the hump on his back. I yeah, get I it all out. That. You'll yeah. have plenty of time to go through all this, but you look at the picture... You're going to see it. You're going to see it. I'm I, not going to see Josh Hartnick. That's why I know I'm going to. A little bit you no. will. And we may have to post this picture on RadioHideout.com. It's like me and all my classmates. Why don't you just laugh on the microphone? I see you, <laughs> I see you break it up in the background there. Because I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> why, can't you why couldn't you understand that maybe I look like Josh Hartnick? Because I look at you now. I, and if you did look like Josh Hartnick... Jesus Christ, man, what happened? I don't know. I man. need to know. All right. I need to know how you could fall so far. I, we'll discuss it more. Maybe I should get some plastic surgery. Maybe. Well, some liposuction, something. Our guest is on hold. For Were the you next a burn break. victim, maybe? We'll have to take a break, and you'll learn more. And no, I was a victim of food. Food and sex. 
That's what that's what did this. Only thing that did, only thing that burned you is grease. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, very special guest on the phone as we discuss boob jobs for graduation. He used to bob for bob for uh, French fries. Get it out. Yeah. Ass wife. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll like they're goddamn back. apples. It's the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. LFA. You can't seriously be my friend. J Dubs. I'm I'm your best friend. No. Remember that. Dial the phone, Beaner. Best friend are you? The best of friends. Intelligent entertainment next. Dubs, I suggest you keep your mic off. Cafe and Dubs. The best of friends. Together forever. 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 On the hideout. Those of you listening now, just rejoice in the fact that you're not these two loser douches. The Hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Well, 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 we meet again. Making your memory glands jiggle. Time to pay the fiddler, whore! The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. All right, Washington, D.C., welcome back into The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Hefe, that's J-Dubs. And uh, it's time for Intelligent Entertainment. Um, again, uh, 866-277-4969, RadioHideout.com. The pictures of the tattoo that we got for our uh, buddy Death Source are now under the Galleries Play yep. page, and there's a big story uh, going on with him. We'll get to that also. Today is the 14th. Today is Fairy Lady Day. Very sad news to report about Fairy Lady. Mm-hmm. So we will get to all that. But first, Dubs, I must ask, uh, how do you prefer your boobs, fake or real? Mine, mine personally, the ones I wear every day. Or your chick? My chick, I prefer real. Do you really? Yeah. See, I got to go with the fake. Yeah? Why? I like them. I like them perfect. I like them perky and perfect. I don't believe that anybody should be able to buy a free pass, and that's what girls do a lot of times. They buy it so they don't have to work. You know, it's they. A- they just lay there. Well, now all the time. The, all right. The whole trend now, though, is for them not to even buy it. Uh, there's like this movement, like that. It's the new hot graduation item. Like we said, you heard Ron and Fez talk about it during the fastest hour. Boob jobs are now becoming the hot gift for graduation, and um, according to the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery, the number of 18-year-olds who underwent breast implant surgery nearly tripled last year. Uh, you know what that means? A nice freshman class of strippers. I'm looking forward to that. That's so true. So here to join the, the joining us to discuss this issue, uh, we want to welcome in the president-elect of the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery, uh, Mark Jewell. Welcome into the hideout on JFK. Hi, good evening. Now, thank you so much for joining us in Washington, D.C. tonight. How are you? I'm good. Why the rise in the surgeries? Why why are the numbers tripling, if you will? Well, I, you know, this is an interesting trend. It came out of our statistics. And I think, obviously, it's, it's something of interest. Uh, it's something that, uh, you know, gals that are 18 and over certainly uh, uh, want to do for themselves. And, um, you know, it's the way things are in this country. Now, have you noticed, though, because you do this, right? I mean, you, 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 you know, you do the breast implants. Don't you also do, like, uh, nose and facial stuff as well? I do. Okay. Have you noticed it, though, where, because it used to be this is for middle-aged women who wanted yeah. to, to recapture the youth. Have you noticed just your patients who are coming in be younger generally? Somewhat younger, although, you know, the, the, the amount of, of ladies in the 18 range is still relatively small compared to the 
you know, 270,000 of them that are of older age groups. I mean, I've had women into their 60s come in for breast augmentation surgery. Well, that's ah. when it's needed, I would think. Uh, is that is that just a reduction, or are they... No, no, this, this, is, this is implant surgery. Wow. The FDA basically restricts the use of implants for cosmetic purposes to women of the age of 18 or older. That is to say, you know, the age of consent. Okay. And so... You know, I think this is a, a legitimate surgery if done for the right reasons on the right patient. Uh, now, tell me, what are the wrong reasons? That that uh, attention-seeking behavior, uh, unrealistic expectations that it's going to transform their life, or, you know, if somebody's depressed or, you know, in a crisis mode, it certainly won't help them out. But so usually you found this though. I mean, like, what's the mental state of the average person who comes in? Are they are they depressed? Do they feel? No, no, no. I, I I see the average the average patient that comes to see me is is pretty well squared away about who who they are and uh, they wish to change their uh, body image to uh, be in better harmony with other features. They're not doing it for purposes of you know getting attention or approval from others necessarily. What if you do it for tips? Is that a good reason? Uh, well, you know, there are occupational reasons, I suppose, if you're a dancer, but still, you know, that's, that's a, a, a very small minority of the patients. Oh, really? You know, seek uh, breast augmentation. What's the average part? Like, what, what would you say is the average demographic if you were going out and saying, all right, this, who, who's, this is who this, comes this into is my a, office. This is our bread and butter. I'd say the bread and butter is not the 18-year-old. That's a small part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, generally speaking, it's a, it's a woman in her 20s or 30s that uh, is either done having children or is in between children and wants to uh, get some volume put back and, and shape restored. Now, you personally, Mark, how big have you gone? What's the biggest ones you've thrown in there? Well, I, I, I am... Let me tell you about myself. Oh, I, yeah, please I do. I try to, I think... Do this operation correctly the first time. I mean, I have a extremely low reoperation rate of probably less than three percent uh, compared to you know much higher numbers in other surgeon situations. And so I think by by doing your measurements, uh, helping the patient make a good choice, which limits their rate of reoperation as opposed to just an exercise of putting in really large implants, is the best for the patient. But what was the largest, though? Oh, I mean, I, 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 I generally do not go over about 390 to 400 cc's on a patient. You know, uh, in other areas of the country, uh, perhaps there's a larger volume of implant put in, yet at the same time with that comes a greater risk of reoperation or less or damage or less than long, you know, Results. Again, we're talking to uh, Mark Jewell, MD. He's the president-elect of the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. He is a uh, plastic surgeon. And we were talking specifically about this article that I found in the New York Post today. It's the cover story about the new hot thing being breast implants uh, for graduation and, like, the percentage of 18-year-olds who are getting it has tripled in the last year. What about the role for parents? I mean, if you have seen the younger... Are, are parents... You see a lot of parents with the with the the kids who are not kids, but I guess the young women who are between the ages of like 18 to 24. Do you see a lot of that? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good that a parent comes in for a consultation. One to uh, get an understanding of what's involved with it, what are the risks, the costs, and also that uh, they hear about the long term 
uh, expectations for a patient in terms of follow-up care and, and things like that. I think it's also important that the parent and the patient understand that these implants certainly don't last a lifetime and may need to be replaced over time. What's the average cost of the surgery? What does that run usually for a good pair, for a good doctor like you? I would say it's about between four and five thousand dollars. Damn, that's not bad. I mean, but can you imagine eighteen-year-olds getting this for a for their graduation? Yeah, party? yeah, that's four a, to five grand. That's a very uh, very generous present. Well, I, I listen. Some parents are very generous with their children, and uh, you know, I I think that. You know, in this situation, it has to be done for the right reason as opposed to just charring your child with a convertible or, or a, a breast augmentation surgery. Because you figure if you get them the boobs, then later on maybe they'll meet a guy who can get them the convertible. Yeah. In the long run, you're saving money. Let me ask you this. Is this a white thing? And I ask that mainly because of a couple of reasons. First of all, not to, not to stereotype, but just the cost of it. And a lot of times, too, you find that minorities, myself being one, don't really have a problem in that area. That's something that I've always wanted to ask a plastic surgeon. You look at it, and you feel like it's mostly white women coming in getting this stuff. Well, you know, it varies from, from area to area. I think that, you know, the concept of cosmetic surgery being a valuable item for individuals of, of all ethnic persuasions is, is pretty well established. That is to say, you know... Uh, Hispanics, black, Asian American, whatever, uh, come to see me for various types of cosmetic surgery. It, it's not just, you know, white, middle class, and upper class, uh, you know, patients. Um, to even go past the uh, breast implants, what's the strangest thing anybody's ever come to you and asked you if you could fix? Yeah, they bring you a picture or something and say, hey, I want to look like Aniston. Does that happen? Uh, Occasionally I see that, or I will have someone who comes in with a, a picture wanting a, a, a size of, and shape of a breast that wouldn't be, you know, realistic. And I think you, you need to say to them, look, you know, I can do this for you. You'll be a bigger version of yourself, yet I can't give you, you know, someone else's face or, or breast shape or, or body type when that's not doable. Now, uh, that, that leads me to a question about myself. I have very... Uh oversized nipples. Is there anything you could do about that? Well, you know, cosmetic surgery works for men also. It's not just a gal thing. And, you know, uh, some men come in to see me for, you know, male breast reduction and also downsizing of the, you know, nipple in the real region of the male chest. How much did that run? Oh. You want to get the puffy nipples? Uh... I'm thinking I'm just getting them cut off. We can do it in here. I'll do it for you for free. I won't even charge you. I'll just get you some effing vodka. Oh, go ahead. What do you What do you oh, say, I, Doc? I, I would say that runs two to three thousand dollars. And nice for for men who feel embarrassed about having breasts. Yeah, that's uh, me. You know, this works. They can walk around without having to wear a t-shirt at the pool. And stuff. Very good. That, that's me. I, that's you I, with tea. I wear t-shirt at the pool. I wear in the shower. I wear in bed. Uh, anywhere I go. Again, it's the hideout with El Jefe, J Dubs 106.7 WJFK, uh, Mark Jewell, MD, President Elect of the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. Are you bored with boobs, Doc? I mean, you probably see it so much. I mean, you uh, you hear the old saying, "Hey, I'm like a doctor now. It doesn't even phase me." 
Does it ruin it for you the way I would think like a gynecologist is ruined to uh, places down there? Now, because you even, you're like, you see the inner workings of a breast. Think they can't turn you on anymore, can they? Well, I think it's important to keep it professional here, guys. You know, it's, it's something I think that, you know, we, we have so much to offer patients who come to see us who wish to improve the, the appearance of their bodies. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I've got a great job and it's, it's by, I, I get to help people every day. And so you don't get annoyed by your patients then? No, no, I listen, I, I, I like patients and, you know, it's, a uh, it's an opportunity to interact with people. It's an inter- it's an opportunity to uh, tell the story of the, the very positive thing that cosmetic plastic surgery offers patients. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Doc. Thank you, and good evening. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Who knew somebody could make breasts boring? <laughs> God damn. Keep it professional. That's a legitimate question. Yeah, I mean, it's a legitimate question about a person. Because eventually we become deadened to the fact that we're on the air. When we were very first starting out, we were like, man, we're on the radio. This is the greatest goddamn thing ever. Now we don't even think about it. And we just act like we're, you know, it's just like we're just saying out in here talking. But I want to know if you become deadened to the fact that, you know, you see boobs every day. Could you imagine seeing a boob? I think. I you think... see boobs normally, all right? Yeah. And then you mark it all up, okay? And then you gotta you gotta fix it. And then you're you're cutting things off so that you can fix it from the inside out. I would think that, like me, I'm ruined to the radio. I listen to the radio. I I, I don't hear a disc jockey anymore. I'm analyzing everything that happens for the radio. Same thing happened when I worked in television for a little while. I began to know the inner workings of television, and I can no longer enjoy it. I wanted to know if it was the same thing for a breast. Well, I'd imagine it would be. It has to be. You know, it's just like, you know, uh, uh, the DJ at the strip club. You think after a while, he doesn't even, you know, notice there's strippers anymore walking around. Jason, you're in the hideout on JFK. Turn your radio down. What's up, bro? What's up, y'all? Hey, um, well, look, breasts are good, but when they're fake, it just kind of ruins it. I mean, plus, not to mention with the fact that 18-year-olds, that's embarrassing because, I mean, insecurity came from MTV and all the MTV girls that are getting implants, like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears. Now, are Lohan's fake? I've heard they're real. Uh, I've heard many rumors. I've heard both, fake. yeah. And no. the same thing happened with Britney where she was flattened, baby, one more time, and then overnight she had boobs. I am 100% convinced Lohan's are fake. They're cone-shaped. I'll, I'll look some uh, images up and I'll, I'll send them to you. There's, there's no way they're Okay, that's real. creepy because isn't she still a minor? There's a, there's, a, uh, there's a surgery website where they compare this stuff. I can't remember what it's called. See if we can track that down. So, But you think it's the MTV that's doing it to the kids, making them all self-conscious and stuff. Listen to you, Bill O'Reilly. If all the girls on there sitting there seeing all the beautiful girls, only them on TV, then they're going to want to be like them because they want to just, you know, be on TV. I want a body like Ludacris. Let me ask you this. Is it necessarily wrong, though, for chicks to want to have a hot body? Uh, not in our sense, but in the sense that they want it because of something that they weren't born with. Yeah. I mean, if, if a girl is, isn't born with something, she should be happy. Well, I want to talk in some to cases, a... yeah, but, you know. I, thanks, brother. You talk to a real guy. Let me talk to a chick for a second, because I'm a feminist. I've yeah. made it known that I am a feminist. I'm marching uh, at marches. I'm walking at marches. I believe in women's rights. But I think it's good for a chick to want to better herself, even if she's not happy with the job that Jesus did. And she needs to go out and get something put in her. Like if it comes to boob implants, I want to talk to it. I'd love That's to talk to I'm getting my nipples taken care of. 
And you should. Yeah. Let me see him real quick. Right next to Bateman. Pull it, pull up your shirt, your guitar. Oh. All right, let me see. Oh. All right, those are really, those are the nastiest nipples I've oh, ever they, seen. They're disgusting. And why? And this is what Jesus gave me. And why are you excited? I'm oh. excited to get them taken off. All right, looking at you and the way that you're, the state that it is in, is it cold in here? No. Or are you excited? No. When it's cold, they get smaller. It's weird. It's just strange. And don't you get, know, hey, Bateman, I want you to go get some ice. I want you to go get some mice and rub them, and let's see if they do get smaller. I'll, I, tell, I guarantee you they will. All right, science experiment when we get back. I got to see this. Again, the Post article is about chicks getting boob implants for graduation. What did you get for graduation? Um, Actually, nothing. I got just uh, from people who came over, gave me cash for my open house. I ended up getting about 1500 Really? Yeah. I, about the same thing. Now, hold on. We're not going to be able to get to it this break. Mantan. Mantan. What's going on, fellas? From what I understand, you had a wonderful weekend, and you, and you dropped the name of the show. It, it was a nice. I just had. I just had, I wanted to call and make sure it was okay with you. You know, it's more of a confession. I know I was doing wrong when I did it, but you know, I kind of led this young lady to believe that I was a part of the show. You are. You know, m well, a little bit more. Uh, actively involved in the show than I really am, so... Okay, hold on. Can you hold it right there? Can we talk to you after the break? Because we got to take a commercial. You got it. All right, well, and in fact, if you even want Bateman to call you back, we'll do that. Hold on yeah. a second. Okay, so... I, and I have a very important question for him, too. Okay, he's telling people he's part of the show. All right, let's 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 take a break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll, ask, him the, we'll ask him the question when we get back, okay. Doug. Uh, real quick in the hideout, 106.7, a very quick commercial break. We'll come back with this, and we'll come back with ice and Dubs' uh, nipple. <laughs> a little science experiment. It's 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The LFA and J-Dubs. Back kids, are you with me? Hi, this is Jared Fogle, the Subway Diet Guy. You are listening to the hideout. Radio for fat kids. Hey, yo, fat people are hard to kidnap. So if you're fat and you're all in this bitch, then grab your ass up. Fat bitches don't feel left out. Cause you can grab one of these skinny bitches and knock your ass out. L. Pepe. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big dude. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man, get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. L. Oh, the, the bank account, one of the above. Or big <laughs> I think it's a big that gets the most. J-Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn night, then the terrorists have truly won. Now, the Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. And we are live on 106.7 WJFK. My name, Hefe, that is J-Dubs. And it is your hideout, so participate. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Use that phone number whenever you feel you have something to contribute. Otherwise, you can just sit back and enjoy the show. Also, to learn more about the show if you're new to it by going to RadioHideout.com. At this moment, J-Dubs is disrobing. It's still so disgusting to see you without a shirt on. You know what I've started doing? I've started doing some exercises at the gym to work my love handles. You may have the biggest love handles in the world. You have the body 
of a middle-aged woman. You have middle-aged spread. I, I, I have very childbearing hips. <laughs> you, you were shaped like a guitar. You were so... I mean, you're like one of those big guitars, too, like a big Richie Valens acoustic guitar. Well, I, you, you know what I am? I'm one of those uh, stand-up basses, you know? You are! <laughs> you see, they've already shrunk. No, they haven't. So, yeah, they in, have. the, in the last break, we were talking to a very boring doctor about an exciting subject, which is breast... Surgery, breast implants is the new hot thing for the graduation gift as the number of 18-year-olds who are getting breast implants has tripled, and that's the new graduation thing. Now, Let me try to warm these up again. again. Now, Dubs, came, Dubs was asking about reduction for himself because he has what would be termed as puffy, puffy, uh, what is it, areolas? Yeah, I just call them my big puffsters. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. So, but we realize that you are in what you would term a, an, an excited state, or a state that would be normal for people that are cold yeah. or excited. You are like that all the time. You're constantly at attention, if you will. Yeah. Stop, all right. I'm trying to keep warm. We've got to get to the bit, all right, or it's going to ruin it. I won't be able to use the ice already happen. So, so what David has done is gotten you a, a, a bucket of ice. Because you say you're the opposite. If it's cold, uh, if cold is put there, then you uh, then you're normal. Yeah. All right. So let's see what happens with the cold. All right. Thank you for the mood music. Okay. <laughs> I can't even look anymore. But Tom says ice, and he's you know he's got it in the area because I can't even get too graphic about this. Do you like this is it at all? Does it no. feel good? No, not at all. <laughs> this is the stupidest show ever. You see, now they're now they're they're shrinking. Are they really? Yeah, they are. You're unhuman. It's supposed to be the exact opposite. If you're cold, well, here's the thing: when they're warm, the skin expands and goes out. When it's cold, they shrivel up, just like you know your uh, your private parts. So, all right. That's not the way it's supposed to work, though. Are there any doctors in the house in the hideout? 866-277-4969? Is this right? And does this happen to you? Bateman, what happens to you when you put ice? And I'm sure you've done it because that act, that dance. By the way, you going into a little dance with the ice routine and your I nipples was just disturbing. I did? Yes, you did. You started working oh, it. God. Already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bateman, I don't even want to talk oh. to you anymore. All right, turn off the music. Stop. Oh. I'm serious. This isn't good for the radio. You rubbing ice all over your guitar belly. <laughs> the water's dripping down. It's sexy. It's going to get caught in that black hole you call a be uh, belly button. It's my love button. Does your chick, seriously, your chick is so hot. How does she even pretend to get excited for you in that body? Yeah, she uh, really gets turned off, so that's why. I, Do you I have one of those shirts where like the the chiseled body's painted on, and that's why I throw on. Do you keep your shirt on during sex? No. Oh, you should. I, I have it off most of the time when I'm home watching TV. <laughs> I'm in my underwear a lot. Of time. I would dare say I, that I I got one of those uh, Sopranos robes. I won that year too, <laughs> and I sit there with it just open watching TV. <laughs> You're such trash. Here's what we got to do. We got to have a hot chick come in and we got to compare bodies. Because I'm willing to say, despite my physique, women would be more attracted to my hair covered 
torso than yours. You know what? But with a shirt on, I look good. And, well, not good, but better. And I can get them that far. You can't even get them that far with your body. So once they're there, they aren't going to run away. You got you suckered one chick into you, and that's it. And I don't even want to hear now. Scoreboard, bitch. All right, you know what? Right now you got that on me. Uh, let's go back to our good buddy. Mantan. Well, Mantan, welcome into the hideout on JFK, brother. Hey, quick question, Mantan. What's up, what's up? Question, Mantan. How do you feel about performing just a little blackface? Only susceptible to the role. Beautiful, and that's what I like. Just like nudity for dubs. Dubs exactly. willing to get nude, you willing to do blackface. What happened? So you were telling us a story before the break. You and a woman involving this show. Tell me Yeah. That. Last night, a buddy of mine had a little late-night party, you know, something that starts late at night after everybody gets out from the bars. And uh, <laughs> there were a couple of ladies there. And, you know, as the chat went on and went on, one of my buddies mentioned that, you know, I went to that prestigious school that is, C you know, CSB. Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting. Yeah. And uh, as the discussion went on, you know, basically after a few drinks and a little this and that, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should listen to this show. I'm on this show, uh, The Hideout, you know, 11 to 1. You know, I've been doing that, you know, just waiting for something to break, you know, maybe get to a major market. At least you and, can read you the know. liner. I appreciate so, that. This is a major it, it, market, too, by the way. Well, you know, I mean, to expand and to fulfill my full personality capabilities. <laughs> and, you know, I just threw the game and the game and the game. And I left out of there, out of her place at about 1.30 this afternoon. It was a beautiful night. And, All right, wait uh, a second. Let's slow down. What does she look like, this lady? Uh, let's see. She's about five six, and about a buck thirty, buck thirty-five. Very nice. It's more of like a... You know, she maybe played some soccer, maybe some softball back in high school. Yeah, you know? the, the athletic type. Yeah, exactly. You know, nice little thighs and everything. Uh, was she wearing a visor? Hair. No, she wasn't wearing a visor. She wasn't wearing a visor. But she had, like, one of her old sorority shorts, shirts on in the old nine. How, and the, and, white chick or what? Oh, yeah, white chick, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Well, I've, I've seen uh, I've seen Mantana with a few chicks, and they've always been white. You ever well, go take, for the sisters? Oh, I do, man. I take them all, man. All right, I had to hit the button on that. Oh, hey, my bad. Hey, um, now, so you think that you throwing around the name with a hideout, she probably never heard of the show, but was she impressed with the fact she, that you were a radio heard, host? She had heard of the show. Uh, she'd heard it a little bit from what you said. I, I mean, I think she was looking, and I think that kind of pushed her over the edge. And I kind of felt bad about it. While I was in the act, I mean, you know, there was definitely, you know, the, the devil was on my shoulder, but I, I brushed him off and went ahead and went to work. So did you get, you got, you got it all, though, you know what I mean? Like Oh, the whole nine, dude. I mean, I, I don't even know if I can see this girl anymore. I mean, it's like, <laughs> blah, you, you know? It, you tore it up that way. It, yeah, it was one of those things where then I was like, you better not tell anybody about this, ever. So now... <laughs> You're like Kobe. You're like, shh, shh, don't it, tell it anybody. Was, it was almost kobe this man. We are going you. around the world, and you'll like it. All right, stop it already. Now, you're already ahead of uh, Matt Albert in a number of ways because you have a job, you have a license, but now you've gotten laid off the show. When we specifically brought in chicks to bang him, he could never seal the deal. You're at just random house parties pulling nanny. Yeah, but you know what's excellent for him is that I did bring up his name, and I, I played him up a little bit. Yeah, I played him up. Yeah, they were asking you know all kind of questions like what you guys look like and what do people on the show. 
I was like, oh, you know, Matt's not fat. That's just a little show bit. You know, I was like, he's a good-looking guy. You know, one day you'll have to meet him. You know, excellent. I was, I was talking him up. Hey, what did this chick look like? Just so I know the quality of chick you're playing by saying you're actually on the hideout. Let's just say she was uh, a strong six. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be ashamed to walk out the, out the door with her. <laughs> You know, but I definitely wouldn't take her to, you know. We've had better in production rooms. <laughs> Six. Maybe so, maybe so. But I just wanted to make sure no. that was cool, you know, because I kind of, you know, I was like, that's not, it's kind of a, you know, a, a jackass thing. Let to me do, say but. this. I'm willing to say this. Any of our listeners who want to say they're so and so from the hideout, I'm okay with that. Oh, very nice. If very you, nice. In fact, you could even go around saying you're all happy. Just don't commit any crimes. Because then. Then we're going to actually have to get involved of, hey, it's not me. But if uh, if you want to, you know, use the show to help you get a little action, I'm not going to be opposed to that. Well, nor right on, normally right I would be pissed about this, uh, Mantan. Right. But you're going to be helping me move this Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. This Sunday? How about Saturday, brother? No, Sunday. All I got is Saturday, man. Sunday at 11.15 a.m. Everybody got... meet at Alexandria. Uh, at Fox Chase, right? Yeah. I've got a dish of servitude to fulfill, man. I got it. Saturday. It's got to be Saturday. Oh, hold on a second. I got Mantens. the truck Sunday. Menten. Sleep and eat. The dusty duo. Sleep and eat. Welcome into the hideout on Jason. Sleep and eat. Don't call me sleep and eat. What's That's up, baby? It's embarrassing. Now, you see that the majority of the people on RadioHideout.com well, don't they're think it's bastards. What's, what's up? Well, I remember the last chick Mantan talked about was underage was she of, of age this time oh yeah she was definitely of age 23 brother uh, whoa, whoa, whoa what's the underage thing i told you oh i told you about that my wingman saved me man i almost ended up hooking up with a friend from high school's youngest sister oh because yeah i had her in the car and luckily my boy was like yeah you know who that is and i was like oh you gotta get out how old was out. how old was she <laughs> well let's see i graduated i'm 28 mm -hmm. i graduated with her older brother and this was his, you know, this was the youngest, so she was like 17, maybe 18. Oh, my God. Hey, uh, the sleeping, what, what personal message did you get from RadioHideout.com? We mean what personal message? Think... Oh, from that one? Uh, yeah. Sup, sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to send something back to him, but I, I, I figured that'd just be, it'd blow up into something bigger. All right, fat boy. What's Wait, Anita, I talked you up, man. I talked you up. It's not going to well, help. Why don't you take me out someday? You, <laughs> me, and Porno Dan will go out one day, and it'll be beautiful. I'm um, sure. We don't even need Porno Dan. We got Super Bacon in the back there. <laughs> I don't He's know. He's the new back in town. Pornodan.com. I'll say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sleep and eat. See ya. Hey, uh, we'll talk to you, Mantan. All right, brother. See ya. Mantan, you still helping. And by the way, Mantan was just talking about how he uh, escaped jail. Have you seen the new thing for Virginia? This is so funny. I was on the AOL for broadband, of course, looking for material, and I found this. Uh, Virginia tells men, no sex with young girls. The state is posting billboards with messages such as, isn't she a little young, <laughs> as part of a campaign to dissuade men from having sex with underage girls. The campaign is aimed at reducing the number of young girls who have children with older men. So, apparently in 99 and 2000 in Virginia, men over the age of 18 were responsible for 219 births involving girls who were 13 and 14. Jesus Christ! Messages such as, isn't she a little young, and sex with a minor, don't go there, also appear on posters, coasters, and napkins in bars, restaurants, and stores 
without five uh, throughout five cities. Who knew this was actually a problem uh, in Virginia, let alone to the point where they had to put up billboards? Well, if you're a, if you're a pedophile and you like this kind of stuff, a billboard's not going to discourage you. It's like me being a smoker and I watch those truth commercials. When I see one of those, I light up a cigarette. And I, I guarantee these people, are, like, they're going to be reading it. Isn't she a little young? Exactly. That's, that's the plan. You know, they aren't, they, they aren't going to make them think at all. Actually, I think it's going to up the, uh, the amount of uh, pedophilia and, uh, you know, just uh, people over 18 having sex with these 13 and 14-year-olds. I can't believe that we are broadcasting from a state that feels it's a need to post billboards that says, Isn't she a little young? And sex with a minor. Don't go there. Uh, maybe, okay, people are telling me possibly in southern Virginia. All right, Maryland, now's your chance to pour on. Maryland, seriously, Maryland and D.C., if I were you, I'd be calling 866-277-4960 and get the Virginia jokes in. I read that story, and it's uh, it's out of Richmond, which isn't that really that far from here. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it leaks into here. Now, here's the other thing that I wondered, too. I haven't been down to Virginia. The farthest I've gone is Manassas to oh, the Golden Corral. So I haven't ventured out. You've gone a little bit further. Yeah, You've been out to, like, Fredericksburg, yeah, right? Yeah, Fredericksburg. And there's normal people out there. They're a little necky, but, you know, I haven't had a problem. The Walmart's beautiful. Now, do you think that part of it, you and your goddamn Walmarts, do you think part of it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the breast implants and the young kids and getting these implants where it's like you don't even realize. But don't you have to be 18 for the breast implants anyway? I believe so. But in, in different states, there might be different laws. You're not having 13 and 14-year-olds. Um, I doubt 13 or 14, but maybe 16 on up or maybe even 15. All right, Maryland's checking in. Cam, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, bro? Nothing, man. Hey, I completely agree with you, man. I'm a smoker. And when I see those truth commercials, all they make me want to do is light up a cigarette. So some pedophile is going to be driving around, see that, and it's going to pop an idea. And it's yeah, gonna... he's just going to run over to the lo- the the closest elementary. Now school. you don't you don't see the the truth ads and be like, wow, you know what? Those no. guys are so right. I I no, can't man, believe I've been smoking. You sit there and you're like, it's just like when you're watching a movie and somebody sparks up a cigarette or yeah, you, eats something, you... it gets you. You just see them do it. It makes you want to do. Oh, it. Well, let me ask you this. On, like, a cold day when there's uh, exhaust coming out of the pipes, does that make you want to smoke, too? Sometimes. You guys are so sad. Seriously, sometimes it does. Anytime you see any kind of smoke, you want to smoke. And, actually, you do it. You, you don't even want a cigarette when you see these truth ads. But just despite them, because, you know what? I would respect it a lot more, the truth ads, if they weren't a bunch of punk-ass 13- and uh, 12-year-old kids running around doing this, and they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. No, it's usually like the, the college age no, kids. No, I've, I've seen much younger do them. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine six nine. The other thing too, I will, I am willing to admit, is that people are developing at younger ages, and I'm convinced it's because of the chemicals and the steroids in the food. I mean, there's no doubt that if you look at what a fifteen year old is today, as opposed to what it was, you know, maybe even ten years ago, that they're more developed nowadays than they were then. But is it, I, is it, I, I really don't know if that's true. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, and it's just that the kids now dress like us today, you know, and they, they follow the trends of today. The back then, you look at those kids back then, and they're dressed like they're in the 80s. All right. 
they're in all kinds of, you know, 80s gear. All right, now Bad Monkey says, God damn it, I want a cigarette just listening to us. Yeah. I want cigarettes. 866-277-4969. We need a break early. I just can't believe that it's to the point now where we have to have these billboards. Sex with a minor. Don't go there. I, I, I prefer the other one. Isn't she a little young? I, I wonder what picture they put on, too. we got to find these billboards. And I guess you're going to see them around. What? Now, the funny thing is, is when they when they do the most racist thing ever, and when they just put, like, a, a little black kid up there, a little black girl or something. Have you ever seen these where they, like, you know what demographic they're going at just by looking at the uh, the billboard? Give me an example of the racist one. Um, oh, I've seen, like, the ones for Wick, where it's just a couple of black, little black babies. And just the, 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 you know, help with children and everything. And every race needs help, you know, with uh, by WIC. But they, they seem to target and say that the black people are poor and they need their help. <laughs> Somebody gave me, this is the next billboard in southern Virginia. Isn't she a little too white for you, you N-word? <laughs> you may as well just come out and say it. And you know that's going to happen. <laughs> You know it's going to get that point. Well, at least someone's going to, you know, pick up a can of spray paint. And remember, you know the billboards that I always found the most offensive were those God billboards. Yeah. And, well, God, I wish I could remember one of them. Uh, uh, One of them I remember very vividly was, um, love the marriage, invite me to the wedding. God. Like, they're just like these little quotes. And I love how God was so sarcastic. Yeah. If you got, if anybody can remember any of these, I got some prizes for you. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. What were some of the other God ones? Uh, Wasn't there something about a neighbor, too? Um, all right, and people are telling me this now. God hates you, you faggots. I don't think that was one of the ones that they posted. <laughs> I've seen those uh, those uh, signs before, though. And I don't even believe in that. That's horrible. God wouldn't say that. Not the God that I believe in. <laughs> He'd hate the show then. If that were the case. Uh, 866-277-4969. Now, was this everywhere, though? Because I wonder if they even have these around here. Hey, you know what? I, I, uh, whenever I went anywhere out of uh, the state of Michigan, I saw them outside there. So they I'm were, thinking they were national. They were throughout Texas. They were out there forever. I saw them all over Texas. God hates guitar-shaped bodies. Mm, he made it. <laughs> Thou shalt not ice, you yuppie man nipples. He might believe that, but I think he would. I, I think he enjoys a little stimulation himself every once in a while. Do you think that in heaven you have regular nipples, J Dubs? I hope so. I hope the one. I'm, I'm seriously thinking whenever I get a little more money in my pocket, I'll get them lopped off. I think if you were in hell, they would be just a little bit smaller and they'd look exactly like uh, cones, the cones that you see on the side of the highway. Right now, this is a reason. Uh, and I'm being honest with you, a big reason why I don't work out. Because no matter what, I can't go around taking my shirt off. So does it really matter if I get rid of a few pounds? If you did some bench presses no. and you made your chest bigger, no. meatier, then you wouldn't have the problem with it. Yes, I would. Because I, I, I've seen people at concerts who are very, very buff. <laughs> You've been poking people in the back of the neck. Yeah, I've seen people at concerts in the pit. They're really, really buff, but they have the same problem I do. And I'm like, dude. You still shouldn't be taking off that shirt. I know you worked hard for that body, but Jesus Christ. Kevin, you're in the hideout on JFK. Speaking of Jesus. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Hey, I uh, saw one on I-64 a couple of years ago when I was riding down the road. It said, having trouble putting it all together. And it was like puzzle pieces that said Bible across it. It said, read the instruction manual. God. 
Oh, who are the people who would come up with this? Who yeah, is it absolutely. That, who is it that has the cojones to say, I'm going to write yeah. the sarcastic stuff and put God's name on it? I'm going to quote God. Yeah, and, yeah, be, and be a dick about it. I'm right. going to put words in God's mouth. Congratulations, you win a prize from WJFK. Hold on there. Again, it's as simple as that. I want to hear some of the God ones. And uh, you have won, by the way, a certificate for four free tans at Solar Planet, valid at any area Solar Planet location. Solar Planet, the most irresistible tans in the universe. And my girlfriend stopped by the one in Pentagon City this weekend. Yeah, she great got a tan? Yeah, great, great, great tan. Did, Eight, she, did she win from the hideout? No, she didn't win. I haven't been able to win any of those lately. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Lord knows, though, you're living off the Chipotle. I really am. I had to beg you for one of the certificates for that. Go, go beg for your own. Right on. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? What's going on, fellas? What's going down? Hey man, I'm gonna correct J Dove. It wasn't invite the. Uh, it was um, love the wedding, invite me to the marriage. Oh yeah, love the yeah, wedding, but, invite me to the marriage. What, yes. Yeah, what? but that's not what I was calling about. No, the other one is said, tell the kids I said hi. God. Yep. Oh, I, did that offend you? Let me ask you right on. Did that offend you, man? Actually, I think they're kind of cool. You know, they're kind of taking the Bible, put it on the billboard. Some people need to hear it. Some people don't care, but. You know, it's not, that's not that big of a deal with me. I, I think it, it's a little narcissistic the way they did it, though. I think they could have thought of a more tasteful way. All right, bro. Uh, Thanks, man. Hold on. If you're a winner as well. 866-277-4969. All right, Bad Monkey says, I want a billboard that says, Having a bad day, it's probably God's fault. <laughs> BlameGod.org. Is, Is that there a BlameGod.org? I don't know. I got to check. I got to find that out during the commercial break. And then you got to smoke, don't you? And a second. Let's keep it rolling. I'm having too much fun. I'm sure you are. Why don't you just light up in here? Really? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Cool. Remember the last time we faked that? And yeah. Lisa and everybody called in. Oh, my God, don't smoke a cigarette in here. <laughs> yeah. Ruski, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Yeah, hey, um, I saw a bumper sticker one time. It said, God loves you. Everybody else thinks you're an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. I have a pin in my car, like a little uh, pin you'd wear on your jacket. It says, uh, I don't have a problem with God. It's his followers I don't like. Yeah, or Jesus, please save me from your followers. That's yeah. another favorite of mine as well. I love that Jesus humor. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, it can get nasty, though. I've heard some bad Jesus jokes. Like what? I really don't remember any of them. I, like, I, I, I'm not religious, but... A bad, bad God joke can be offensive. Even to you? Yeah. Someone who doesn't believe? Yeah. You don't believe at all, do you? Yeah, I do. In what? God. Do you really? Yeah. I'm, I was. Do you believe in Allah or I, God? I was born Methodist, and I got that, those uh, strong Methodist beliefs ingrained in me, so I, it's hard to get them out with a very strict Methodist upbringing. Methodist? There's nothing strict about <laughs> no, Methodist. What I, the hell? I was Rob, waiting for you to say something. Rob, you're on JFK. Yeah, I saw one one time, and somebody gave me a book that has a whole lot of them in there, but I can't remember them. But the one that sticks out in my mind is, what part of thou shalt not don't you understand? I remember, I remember that, that one, one, too. God damn, that's a good, oops, that's a good one. <laughs> Hold on, Rob, you're a winner. And here's another one that says this is horrible. It's the C H then a space uh, U or oh I messed yeah. it up. It's C H space R C H. Which what's like missing? Or and then it's U. U. God jokes. God billboards. Who are these sons of bitches that think they can do this stuff? It it really is ridiculous when you think about it. How how you, how you can actually think 
all right, God wants me to uh, quote him in something that's not even in the Bible. And, but uh, who would have even thought this was necessary? Isn't she a little young? Yeah. Sex with minors. Don't go there. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I, when, when I see those, those uh, billboards, it doesn't make me want to go to church. It kind of makes me hate church more. Just like, you know, the smoking things and now the pedophilia things. I'm getting swayed the other way now. Doodoo, you're in the hideout of JFK. Yeah. What's up? I saw a bumper sticker that said, God spelled backwards is dog. Ha, ha. He's a little depressed today. Ha. Yeah. I understand you had a bad day. You can't <laughs> say that, damn you. Still very funny, though. All right, let's take a break. You want to take a break? We'll come back. I've got to tell you, and I got to show you this picture. I got to show you the picture, the Josh Hartnick picture of me when I was in high school, because I went out with a high school friend yesterday. I know you've been holding on to that for a while. I think you're trying to fool me into thinking. Or I, what, what I don't understand is if you would have showed me right off the bat, I would have been less likely to make fun of you. Now you've been building it so long. Nothing you can show me, even if it was a picture of Brad Pitt and you said, yeah, that's me, it wouldn't be good enough for me now. It's built up too high. Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. Last call. Hey, this is Matt. I'm from Connecticut originally, and there's a billboard up there that says, you know that love that neighbor thing? I meant that. That's another one. Yeah, that that's too. the one you were trying to think of, the neighbor one. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Thank you. You were also a winner in the hideout on JFK. Everybody picking up. On the four free uh, tans from Solar Planet. Make sure you go there. Most irresistible tans in the universe. God's universe. Quick break. Come back. Dubs the picture that will show you that I could have been a supermodel if only I hadn't eaten so much. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hell, happy. In front of my babies, you got torn on. Homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass is this? You two mother and now, back to the hideouts featuring Al Hempe. Nude man equals ratings. Show me your sloppy joke. WJFK male spokesmodel Tommy Bateman. Oh, that booty. The hideouts. Hey, On 106.7 WJFK. All right, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Your late night brother's back with you. We are live. And uh, congratulations to everyone who picked up on these solar tanning packages. Four free tans. Any area, solar planet location. The most irresistible tans in the universe. Speaking of tan... I wonder how uh, our buddy from MidnightMonkey.com is doing. We haven't talked to him in a long time. Maybe we should check in with him, maybe put together a game so we can give away some stuff. Oh, you know what? He was sending us some Midnight Monkey t-shirts. Oh. And so he's got a whole thing that he's doing with that, and he's giving away something or other. So we'll have to check in with him and see what's I wonder, going on. I wonder who Tommy likes better, Tom or Porno Dan? Porno Dan. I think it's Porno Dan's gotten him more in the long run. Uh, speaking of another person besides Mantan, who revealed earlier in the night that he ended up getting a little, a little strange, uh, due to uh, dropping the name of the show. Of course, Bateman has now made best friends with Porno Dan because of the show. His self-proclaimed best friends. I don't think that's reciprocated. No, it's completely not. Have you gotten anything off of the show yet, Dubs? <laughs> Burritos. 
in a Sopranos robe. And I've gotten absolutely nothing. And, you know, this is our our dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, this is... This is what we got in, you know, to do. Why we, why you went to broadcasting school, mm-hmm. why I ended up at Texas Tech University. We, I think both of us had the dream early on, probably in high school, that we wanted to do radio oh, and, not, and not even be DJs, but do this kind of this kind of style of radio. I did a, uh, uh, I wish I could sell the tape from a talk show with one of my friends in uh, in uh, broadcasting school, and we weren't even supposed to do it. It just kind of turned into it because uh, he was the news guy in the room. I was the uh, on-air jock. And we just started BS, and we went on for like a half hour until the one of the teachers came in and pulled us off. So you just knew this is what you wanted yeah. to do. And I, I, the best thing about it, everybody was like, you know, like mesmerized and having fun listening in the other room, coming in, you know, chatting it up, having fun. Acting like they were characters in the show or yeah. whatever. And I, I mean, I, I discovered... Howard early on in high school, okay, and that's the reason that I wanted to be in the business. And all right, you can't pass notes to to Dubs Bateman that says you wish you and Hefe were as good of friends as me and Porno Dan, because you know it's not true. But going back, I'm to, his best friend. Going back to this though, I discovered Howard early on, and that was the whole thing that wanted me to get into this business, because no matter what. It, he showed me, and uh, what Don and Mike have been doing, and what Ron and Fez do, and even what we do, the, the, the medium is so powerful because we are with you every day. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not the best day, maybe it's not the funniest day, but we're with you every day, and there's that intimacy of knowing that anytime you can call us, that you can be a part of the show, much like Mantan has become, much like Matt Albert has become. Much like K-Dog has become. K-Dog, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, what's up, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, brother? Yeah, uh, on Saturday, I was I was about to roll to this party, and uh, I picked up this girl. She was going to come with me. And we listened to the radio for the, the mixtape thing. Yeah, yeah. Saturday Night Mixtape. And I was like, yo, I'm about to be on here. And she heard me. And before we got to the party, you know, we just parked somewhere and just... Uh, now you're lying. You, you can't be for... All right, so you picked up a chick... And you turned on the radio with, with you as a call-in into the hideout. Yep. And that got you a little action because she heard you on the air. She heard the fact that we like you. You're one of our, our better buds in the hideout. And well, I mean, I, of course she was feeling me already. Yeah, me. of course. But, I mean, that might And you, you, you got her produce from Giant. Yeah. <laughs> you stole her a couple of oranges. <laughs> I hooked her up. <laughs> All right, Kato. All right, 5,000. 5,000. This is what I'm saying. Everybody is getting a little something from the show. And the whole reason I even wanted to do this show was because I want attention. Yep. And I want chicks to dig me. And I wanted the chicks from high school. And that's even what I think about the chicks from high school to dig me. You know what I'm saying? That is. It, like it when is I kinda, go, when, it, is, it is kind of the thing you think about if uh, you're on the air or whatever. Like, what would people. Back in the day, think of me now. Exactly. Look at me now. Look at what I'm doing now. Love me, Daddy. Exactly. Give me my attention. Or, you know... Love me, uh, love me, uh, high school. Laura or Mandy or Tamara or any other, oh. you skank bitches that never hooked up with me. And Look you, at me now, you hooker. Any of the graduating class from 1999, Fowlerville High. And then you're thinking, hey, look, I'm going to my reunion in two years. We already got the show here. Your Who, 10-year one? Yeah. Wow. I know. 
And so, you know, it's like, all right, but hopefully it's going to be a big deal. Everybody's going to be impressed. So I got an email mm -hmm. two weeks ago from a friend of mine from high school, a female friend uh, by the name of Kristen. And I was like, oh, she's, she's summering up here. She's got a whole thing going on. And, you know, we, we, she's like, we should get together. And she was actually one of my better friends in high school. So, you know, first of all, she found out that I was here through the hideout. She found RadioHideout.com somehow. I don't know how she got my real name to El Jefe, to RadioHideout.com. Somebody did the research for her and put it all together, which is everything that I'm trying to to uh, avoid by using the aliases. So anyway, she, she hooks up, and she's like, hey, we need to go out. So finally, I got up the balls. And to give you a little backstory on her, she was one of my really good friends in high school, mm -hmm. but she was also one of the chicks that... You you kind of kept around because you knew that she was into you a little bit, but at the same time you never wanted to be with her, but you liked having her around because you knew that she was into yeah. you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we're you know we go on. I don't see her after college. Whole thing. She's here now. She wants to hook up, and I was horrible to this girl in high school. I mean, I was a complete dick to her in a number of different ways that I really don't even want to go into on the air because I don't want to disparage her as to some of the things that I did. Just know that as mean as you can get to a friend, that's how I was. And now I see her on Sunday. We meet, we go for some Chinese food down at uh, Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And I'm 165 in high school the last time she saw me. Yeah. And I was a dick then because I was skinny. I was quote-unquote good-looking. Look at you now. And look at me now. Look at you now, sitting in a small room with the overweight guy icing his nipples. Exactly. That's what my life has become. Yet at the same time, you know, when I finally got around to talking about what it is that I do for a living, completely not impressed. And not, not trying to be impressed, but it's like, oh, yeah, radio. That's what you always wanted to do, wasn't it? I mean, well, good for you. You're doing it. That's great. And that's the way my family is. That's the way my friends are. They don't realize, like, the magnitude of what we have accomplished. In me, at the age of, me at the age of 26 and you at the age of 23. So it's like this whole time I'm trying to do this show almost for her. And because I know she's a little gossip, so she'll go back and tell all of the friends and the hot chicks. And, hey, I'll have Faze on the air. And, and, he's, and she's totally not impressed, so she's not going to run around to say it. And she's not going to, or if she does, it's going to be half-assed yeah. and it's not going to matter. So I'm sitting there and I see her, and she's lost all this weight. I mean, you had thrown out a Ricky Lake comment earlier. Yeah. Not quite did she look like that in high school, but she was, like we said, the bottom of the cheerleading pyramid. She looks amazing now. She's one of those chicks who, like, grew up after high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why are you feeling, you look like you're biting your tongue. Well, it pisses me off, too, because I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, a lot of, uh, except for my really good friends, no one's really impressed. No, exactly. And, like, and I'm in the same boat as you. I, I get, maybe, maybe people shouldn't be impressed. Maybe our family shouldn't be happy with us. We've worked so hard to get to this point. How could you not be happy for us at least? They were never happy for us. Why be happy now? Sons of bitches. And so my I'm... dad actually is really good about it, but he I, he didn't raise me. So I haven't talked to my dad since we went full time. Really? Mm -hmm. If I do talk to him, he's gonna be like, "How much money are you making?" I'm gonna tell him. He's gonna be like, "Wow, you're getting raped." 
Th- and that's going to be the extent of the conversation. I talked to my dad last night. Really? How'd yeah. that go? That went well. I uh, just uh, he uh, just talking about moving and all that kind of stuff. My mom doesn't care. Radio? What's that? You know what I mean? How come you're not married anymore? That's what comes out of her mouth. When are you going to come visit your, uh, your 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 brothers? So anyway, getting back to this little excursion last night in Chinatown with my high school friend Kristen. So we're out, and I see her, and she looks amazing. She now looks like Reese Witherspoon, but like a brunette. I mean, just I'm like, what the hell? Who are you? I mean, you're the you're the you're the chick that I turned down, like you know, and yet here you are in front of me. And if you, if it was if I had anything, I would be like, yes, let's go, let's go get a hotel. Please, please be with me. And so here I am, this big fat turd of a man, sitting here with this hot chick, and the roles are just completely reversed because it was the other way in high school. So the whole time I'm sitting there. And I couldn't make eye contact. And I don't know if this is because of radio, where I'm in the... I usually don't look at you when I'm talking yeah. to you. I'm either looking at the computer screen, I'm looking at Bateman running around in his karate uniform, I'm trying to find the read for whatever commercial we're doing. I'm not used to making a whole lot of eye contact as it is. I swear to God, if it had been a first date, it had been the worst one in the history of first dates. I called you last night while you were on this. I thought it would be over by the time I called you, and it wasn't. You guys are still out. You sounded the most uncomfortable I've ever heard. And this is a chick that I hung out with normally. She was one of my best friends for three years in high school. Maybe that was, that's what makes it rough, too. But I was fat, uncomfortable kid last night. And it was like somehow I was back in high school, but I was the nerd, even though that's not the way the role was in high school. So I'm there, okay? And we're having the conversation, and we're getting caught up on old friends. And I just realize... And I don't know if this is something that happens all the time. You realize how good of a person they are. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're like, man, I can't even believe we were friends because I was such a dick when we first knew each other. Yeah. And now here you are. you got a great thing going on. You're a lawyer now. You're hap- And then they're happily married. That's the other thing. And so they're talking about how great their spouse is. And I'm like, yeah, mine didn't really work out. But, you know. Good for you. That's great. Good to know everything's going all right for you. And by the end of the night, you're happy because you got caught up with a friend. At the same time, too, you're like... You're a little bit depressed. Completely depressed. Not even a little bit. You're wandering around. You're like, what am I doing? I, 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 I'm in radio. This is what I always wanted. But, you know, where's the loved ones? You know, my friends don't really care. I've moved away from my friends so I could be in radio. I don't really, I didn't really have that much of a friendship anymore. It's me, Dubs, and Bateman. You sons of bitches who get some sort of enjoyment out of making fun of me. I'm, get- I'm feeling you right now. What You know what really upsets me? That It has to upset you, too. Parents don't even come out to visit. No, no way. I asked my mom. I lived in Michigan for four years. My mom came up once. Yeah. My dad's right before you moved. My dad came up because he wanted to. Uh, he had a he had a business trip. All right, let's go to this. Sandy, you're in the hideout in JFK. Hi, how are you doing? What's up, baby? Um, I think it's great, and I really think it's wonderful what you did, and I'm sure you worked really hard for it. I think it's a little strange though that you feel offended that after treating this girl so bad all throughout high school that. 
Down. Now, what, what what are you saying is it's kind of like a poetic justice type thing. And no, in fact, I didn't even feel bad. I'll tell you this, Sandy. I felt like there was some sort of an atonement. Because even when we were sitting there over our Chinese food eating, I apologized for being oh, a complete nice. I, for being a complete dick. Because I, like, I had that moment of clarity. Like, you know what? You're such a good person. And I think I'm a better person now than I probably was then. I'm really sorry that I was a dick to you. And I hope you realize that. And she was like, you know what? You were a dick, but at the same time, I also know you were a true friend. So I knew that with the good and the bad, that's just, you were my friend. And that's how it went. And and then I'm like, well, gee, you're like goddamn Mother Teresa. What am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Well, that's nice that you said that you apologized. Sam, I'm a good guy. Did yeah. she, did she, thank you, baby. Did she make any uh, remarks about your appearance at all? No. Which was, I almost... I wanted her to. I wanted her to so bad because I wanted her because I even made a comment like self-deprecating. I was going to get it out first. You know, like, yeah, look at me now. I'm fat and bald and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no. She was like, I look at your eyes and it's the same you. <laughs> I know there's a skinny guy in there somewhere. That's what she was saying. Somewhere in those cross eyes, there's still the same you. And I was like, what am I going to do? You're too good. You're too good of a person. You shouldn't be in my life. I deserve dubs. I deserve Bateman. Mantan, you're back in the hideout on JFK. Mantan. I just want to tell you fellas that I'm proud of you guys <laughs> for working so hard to create a show that has enabled your listeners to get laid. Yes, shut Appreciate up. It. Beat it. <laughs> for that, you're banned for the next six minutes. <laughs> so, you know, going back to the conversation of I still see you. Okay, I still see you, Dubs. I, it, it seriously was by complete accident that over the weekend I stumbled upon this class picture. Mm -hmm. All right, I look at this class picture, and it was of like a calculus class or something that I had in high school. The teacher was one of those that always liked to have photos. This was the last day of our junior year. Okay, she always liked to take pictures of her class so that she could put it up on a wall. And, you know, it's the last day of class. Everybody's always taking their own cameras and et cetera, et cetera. It was a mixed class of juniors and seniors because it was one of those higher-level classes yeah, sure. that I was in. Calculus. I told you earlier that I looked like Josh Hartnick. That is what I was told. Now I look like a cross between Vin Diesel, Ice Cube, and Surge from System of a Down. In the, in the goddamn 11th grade, I'm looking like a movie star. Dubs... You're going to look at this picture. I'm going to play Where's Waldo. I don't even want you to tell me where you are. There are about 20 kids in this picture, okay? I want to see if you can find me. Yeah. And by the way, Erod is also in this picture. Nice. Well. I I'm sure I'll be able to find him. He probably looks the same. If you laugh too hard, it will hurt. <laughs> okay. You're across between Mr. Fuji and Cigar Sips. Give it to me. <laughs> Do you see me? <sighs> Doves is looking around now. I see Erod. You see Erod. Do you see me at all? No, you've been looking at it long enough. I would think you would be able to see me at this point in this in this picture of the eleventh grade. I think I see you. And the only thing the same is the eyebrows. And that's right. Right there in the middle. That's me. Front and center. Why are you wearing pleated pants? It's not pleated plant pants, it's dockers and a nice white shirt. And that can you believe that is me? No. I look like I ate that kid. <laughs> I seriously look like I chopped that kid into pieces, 
and I ate them over the course of three weeks, fried and battered. Seriously, if you would have trimmed your eyebrows back then, I would have no idea which one was you. Now, could you admit in the slightest you could see the resemblance to Josh Hartnick? Because that's what I'm told. No, I don't think so. I would think maybe, uh... oh, God. Maybe he grew up in a village in Mexico, maybe. Yeah. Well, the Mexican Josh Hartnick, (laughs) but it's like in the eyebrows and in the face... And like you know the squinty eyes and stuff. Mm, but no. could you can you believe that is me? As you look at me now, do you look at that person and even I imagine think, this is the person you're doing a radio show with? I think with? a slightly older uh, Alien Gonzalez. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're uh, fresh off the uh, inner tube. I could see that as well. <laughs> now who's the kid behind you with the thick glasses? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I thought that was him at first. <laughs> I think that was Daryl. Daryl was did, a real nerd. Did you wear glasses back then? Uh, no, I wore contacts. Because you're squinting real bad, too. No, I wore contacts. And that was a part of my whole thing. I was dark and mysterious. Now I'm fat and hairy. <laughs> so now you got dark and mysterious back. <laughs> can't even see the skin anymore. <laughs> so anyway, that is me. And it's it's it was fun to get together with Kristen. And she's going to get to... I think she's actually coming out to my appearances on Friday. Can I keep this? Well, we're going to scan it and put it on RadioHideout.com. I don't think anybody else would be able to pick me out. No. Oh, ca- just because I basically said where you are in the picture. you got to admit, though, that I was probably a pretty good-looking kid. No? Don't lie. Be, be, be honest. <sighs> Fake- yeah, you were, you were hot. That's all I ever want to hear coming out of your mouth. And, Bateman, you're just jealous. And now, is there anybody else knowing this thing? Yeah, I just oh the Amy Jackson chick. Who? The one with the voicemail. Oh, where's where's she at? She's right next to me. Nah, she's a, a little mousy. Yeah. Wipes her hand in your lap. Exactly. I'm telling you, they always wanted it because they look like Josh Hartnick. That's why. I swear to God, I'm watching Forty Days and Forty Nights, and it's like I'm watching high school. That's what it's like for me. I look like the the douchebag in the on the side with the blonde hair. That's what I look like in high school. That's J Dubs. Uh, Navajo, you're in the hideout on JFK. Navajo, what's up? I've got funny things to say. Okay, <laughs> you tell Mr. Depressed Man. Go ahead. You must have been gay in high school, <laughs> <laughs> and your date must have been a lesbian. <laughs> All right, I know it's going to make you look. It's you gonna... know, you should ban me. All right, no, <laughs> hey. you're not going to get banned. Hey. Not from this show. Hey, what? I would like for you to address this tomorrow, please. All right, we can if you want to. I'm, I'm upset. All right, bro. We'll talk to you tomorrow, then. Hold on. Don't play it off like it's not worthy of being upset. It's like I'm an eight-year-old kid. No, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Trust huh? me. We'll cover it all tomorrow. In fact, I've been wanting to talk to you about this forever. So we'll do it tomorrow on the show. Just because I have small... All right. All right. That's the hideout. Thank you to Kristen for going out with me last night. I got 70 pounds to lose before the 10-year reunion. Yeah, you got a lot of work to do. I don't think so. Because I put on a little muscle, I think if I lose about 40 pounds of fat, then I'll be close to at least this picture right here. But and you're still... telling me that kid couldn't be on television? No. I'm telling you. That, that, that kid's eyebrows, uh, just keep them out of television. You need to do something about those. You know what? My eyebrows are getting so long now, that they, I can see them. Oh, I saw an old guy with the longest eyebrows I've ever seen in my life the other day. Are they Andy Rooney eyebrows? <laughs> Seriously? They were... 
over his eyelashes. I'm telling you, occasionally now I, I see eyebrows when I'm just looking normally. You could be an extra on the George Lopez show. <laughs> we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'm on the gay side. We need to feel the gay. Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. I'm a big mo. I'm a big mo. I'm a big mo. We need to feel the gay. You're a mongoloid. Shut up, Cub. Feel the gay. We need to feel the gay. I don't like a colored guy. I don't like a colored guy. Shut up, Tub. I want to sleep with Hefe. I want to sleep with Hefe. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. All right.